0: Annex Wealth Management presents WTMJ Conversations, sponsored by Smart Spaces. Now, here's your host, Steve Scafidi. Not just me, Sandy Max from Wisconsin Afternoon News joins me as well. Good morning. Good to talk to you again. We just chatted during the break, but we have a special guest this half hour. Now, I've talked to this guy a million times. I still got to, I have to get back at him because he was giving me a lot of grief when I was gone out of country during the holiday radio show. We'll get to that in a second. The fabulous mayor of Milwaukee, Chevy Johnson. Can I call you Chevy? You can call me Chevy. Nice to see you, Mayor. Official name Cavalier Johnson. And his wife, Dominique. Welcome. Thank you so much. Yeah, we've we've met before, but we've never really had a long form conversation. All right, so let's get the grief part out of the way. You were you were what was your thing? You were saying that you were spending a lot of time at my house, and I was lecturing you on how to be a mayor or something like that?
1: You know, I think that uh, <laughs> some of your friends here actually put me up to that. Oh. I, I just read
0: the script that they gave me, man. Is so. that what, it, is that what it was? <laughs> All right, so I'll let you off the hook. <laughs> there you go. All right, so I'm going to go to your, your wife first. Okay. New mayor of Milwaukee. hmm A guy with a lot of ambition, a lot of smarts. I've known him for a while. Mm. Your position, you're part of that story, because we know that I'm married Sandy's in a relationship, correct? <laughs> yes. yes. I, was, <laughs> I, I have think a about significant that one. other. Think, yeah, what? all of a sudden things got awkward. <laughs> but it's, it's a team teamwork thing, right? <laughs> so tell me how your part of this story plays out.
2: Sure. Um, so it absolutely is a team. I met Cavalier over a decade ago, and he told me he wanted to make a difference in his community where he's from, Milwaukee. And I said, okay. I'm here for you as long as it's for all the right reasons. And it turned out to be for all the right reasons. Um, Being part of that team means being a supportive person at home, but that also means being like, hey, did you look at it from this angle or maybe try to see it from this person's perspective? It's just being a soundboard for him as well. I love it. And working together and making a difference.
3: What are some of the ways that you support him when it's difficult to be in a public position, when criticism can be harsh, and when what you truly deal with can be problems for the city and can be tragic. Mm -hmm. What are some ways that you can tangibly support the mayor of Milwaukee as only you can?
2: Sure. Um, I think the biggest way I support him outside of just being married and being his wife is when I am out in the community and sometimes people do have those criticisms and you just listen and you hear from their point of view and you don't get defensive and you say, you know what, I, I hear you. I understand where you're coming from. This is my personal point of view. I've talked to Cavalier about this. This is what he's saying. But I hear you. I understand you. And, you know, we're listening, and we can see it from that viewpoint instead of necessarily shutting that conversation down to support the people in the community, to support his administration.
3: And hearing someone's experience can be eye-opening and can either enlighten you or reinforce the experience and position that you already have.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. We don't all live the same lives. We don't all have the same 24 hours and everybody's experience needs to be heard and understood.
3: And then who supports you? Do you have a gal pal squad that's either like in the (laughs) political realm or outside of that that supports you?
2: I do have a couple females in the Milwaukee area Mm -hmm. where um, our husbands are in the political field or in political office. But um, besides my girlfriends, also my mom and his mom and family are all here as well. And Sometimes it's nice to just get on the phone and be like, oh, my God, this is happening, or that's happening where we miss him. That's a another thing that happens. We miss him, and we want to see him. And it's just nice to have someone to talk to as well.
0: And for the mayor, I think we both realize the, the power of strong, smart women in mm-hmm. our lives. Mm-hmm. I always say that women are smarter than men. I truly believe it. Mm-hmm. And having that assist has to help you do your job.
1: It it's, certainly does. I mean, I... I don't know if it's because I'm venting or just got to get stuff off my chest, um, but many days I go home and I just unload you know, everything on Dominique, whether she wants to hear it or not, and I think part of that is because I want to know what her perspective is. I want to see what she's thinking, how she would approach a certain situation, and she does give me uh, great ideas and, and things to to think about in a different way that I wouldn't uh, otherwise do it myself.
0: Is there some strong disagreement on some of these things?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, there are. Um, I can You, you ask want the, to
0: elaborate? Yes, <laughs> asked
1: The question that you can't think of the the the, the example, but right. we, we we certainly have had differences uh, of opinion um on things, but it's it's good, just like Dominique's talking about to to recognize what those differences are. Uh, and then talk through them to find out, hey, what's a new or a different way to approach uh, a situation? Because it's like uh, Mike mentions, you know, everybody's experience is different. Uh, and we've got to respect that. Uh, but we also have to be in a position where we can move not just our household, but our community
3: forward. And that's, that's what, we're, what we're able to do. You said you met 10 years ago. How did you meet?
2: We actually worked uh, at the YMCA
3: mm-hmm.
2: nonprofit. And mm-hmm. that's how we met. <laughs> I, I was coming in. I was transferring from different Y. And uh, Cavalier was at a desk trying to balance the White House budget. (laughs) (laughs) I came in and scanned my card, and I thought, oh, he's cute. This is going to be a problem. I'm going to be working here. (laughs) He was like, card, please. Very business, very (laughs) serious. But then a couple weeks later, uh, I heard through the grapevine, he said, have you seen the new girl, Dominique? (laughs) And it's been history ever since then.
0: Very, very nice. Let me let me get to a more mayoral question. Mm-hmm. So you're you've been in office for a little bit. You mm-hmm. obviously served before, a different role. Mm-hmm. I asked the the governor and the speaker this question uh, at this moment in your tenure. How are you feeling about your role, your job, and mm-hmm. where the city's at?
1: I feel uh, really good. Um, I, I'll be honest with you. When I initially came into office, and you probably felt the same way when you first came into office as mayor as well. Um, you know, it's such a big, all encompassing job. And I, I kind of liken it to a to a tree that is so girthy that you can't wrap your arms around. It. Your fingertips just can't. Touch.
0: All consuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And now my fingers are touching on the other side. I feel in uh, much more control than what I was when I initially came into office. Uh, I feel that we're on a on a good uh, uh, pace uh, in the city. You know, my focus on. Uh, the city's finances, and working with the speaker, with the governor, uh, with uh, the county exec, you know, others uh, on that issue, the business community, um, my desire and push for more development in the city and um, developers and businesses the like, um, you know, grasping a hold to that and some of the great announcements we've had in the past uh, several weeks. And, I mean, even our uh, uh, crime issues. Well, although a, a big issue, and I uh, am committed to tackling it and always have been from, from day number one. As a matter of fact, I was just in the Capitol testifying on Bill's uh that were sponsored by Representative Bob Donovan uh related to reckless driving. Um so I take that very seriously. But uh our crime numbers overall in the the solid year that I was mayor uh showed some improvement. And I want to continue pressing on uh that issue as
3: well. In December you got to attend the national mayor's conference mm-hmm. in Washington, D.C. had a brief conversation with you when you were there mm-hmm. then. Mm-hmm. Now like almost every conference, I expect that you came back energized and made contacts. Mm-hmm. And now that we're almost three months past that, are there mayors that you're still in touch with to find some collaborations and solutions to problems like crime and reckless driving?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, I, I, I'm i fortunate to uh, have been able to attend that conference and want to uh, be more engaged with the U.S. Conference of Mayors. Uh, I came to find out then and there that Milwaukee was one of the founding cities uh for the conference um and the the current executive director was really at friends with uh, Mayor Meyer back in the day and even uh I, give, I believe gave the eulogy at his funeral um as well so um uh i've i've developed a number of relationships with mayors uh, across the country and we do talk uh, and we're in a position where we're able to learn from each other. I think that's good for economic development, for public safety, and addressing that uh, and the, the whole the whole gamut. It's uh, it's been a really really great experience.
3: Are there any local leaders that in particular that you have been collaborating with that you feel like you're making progress towards goals in this next year of your mayorship? Yeah,
1: I mean, I I, I always talk about the power of partnerships and working together, and uh, I think it's important for us to understand that no one person can do things by themselves no one person can do things alone no one organization can do these things on their own and so it's incumbent upon all of us to work together to find the solutions that we need um when i talk about you know uh my conversations with the speaker in the capitol yesterday or the, the the governor in his office um you know about fixing the city's finances that's good for milwaukee yes but this is really a statewide issue and so I speak with mayors from across the state uh, on this issue, and county execs, uh, namely ours uh, here in Milwaukee, uh, on this issue as well. Uh, and we're all working together in partnership to address the issue. So um, whether it's you know that office or you know others around, I'm working with everybody in partnership in order to get things done for Milwaukee.
0: Our guest this half hour on WTMJ Conversations, Mayor of Milwaukee Caballer Johnson, Dominique Johnson, as well. After the break, raising children in the city of Milwaukee: mm-hmm. the challenges. Especially when we talk about crime, that's our conversation after this. You're listening to Annex Wealth Management presents WTMJ Conversations, sponsored by Smart Spaces.
4: Don't buy from the dealer open houses over the next two weeks or risk overpaying by thousands. New Generation RV has only a few weeks left before they hand the keys over to the amazing Marquardt RV family. The remaining inventory of travel trailers, fifth wheels, and golf carts all need to be liquidated to make room for the Marquardt's new inventory. New Generation RV is selling the majority below invoice. All golf carts, a minimum of 1,000 off sale prices. Brands like Keystone, Heartland, Cruiser, Forest River, Gulfstream, Epic, and more. This is not a gimmick. It's a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to buy a new camper at massive discounts. New Generation RV will have extended hours and, when possible, the sales team will even do their best to meet you after hours. Don't let the weather bother you. New Generation RV has a huge showroom full of RVs and golf carts so you can shop in comfort. New Generation RV, six miles east of Lake Geneva on Highway 50 or at newgenrv.com.
1: Wasn't doing anything different, wasn't trying to train for a marathon or compete in American Ninja Warrior, I was just playing racquetball with my buddies and, and that's how the injury happened.
4: That led to Achilles surgery and years of chronic pain for Will Burt, a patient at QC Kinetics.
0: There's always been tenderness and inflammation, and I had the surgery to repair the tendon, but it didn't
1: repair my quality of life.
4: Desperate for relief, Will tried the natural biologic treatments at QC Kinetics, and finally the pain was gone.
1: the good news is is it's a
0: solution without having to go under the knife a solution that my body can kind of regenerate and take care of itself versus surgery pain pills rehab and all that goes along with that
4: patients like will are raving over the results call qc kinetics today for your free consultation call qc kinetics 414-285-3474 that's 414-285-3474 414-285-3474. 414-285-3474.
0: Welcome back to Annex Wealth Management Presents WTMJ Conversations. Sponsored by Smart Spaces. Here's Steve Scafidi. Because I'm happy, Oh. We are happy. I'm, I'm happy because Sandy Max is helping out. I'm week. happy to be here too. Yes, yeah, so and you're gonna be here all day. Yes. I get to go home. Our guest in studio, <laughs> Mayor of Milwaukee, Cavalier Johnson, I call him Chevy sometimes, he lets me do it, and his wife, Dominique. I'm going to come to you first, Dominique. You are raising children in Milwaukee. Now, unless you're living in a cave, we've had all the stories about reckless driving, mm-hmm. safety issues, mm-hmm. certainly gun violence. As a mom who has to live that reality every day when you send your kids off to school, what do you say to the people in this city and beyond about how we protect our kids and what, sh- what should we be doing?
2: Sure. Um, I can only speak for myself because I'm raising my children, Um, our children. (laughs) (laughs) So um, for me, I try to be as open and honest with my children as possible. Uh, That's the first step because I cannot shield them from everything in the world. Um, Unfortunately, crime is a part of our reality, not just only in this city, but globally. Crime will happen at some point in time. They might witness a crime or see crime on the news. I can't shield them from that. What I can do is teach them the realities of living in this world and that things are not always black and white, that things are gray, and how to be a person of character and do the right thing. But um, I also try to tell them, you know, make sure that you're around people who have similar character, that, you know, if you do see something wrong, to say something, because that's the only way we're going to help. Crime, help your friends, help the people in need, but also if you see something, say something.
3: And we were talking earlier about partnering with people, and obviously we're seeing a lot of crime with youth, mm-hmm. and I have to think that it was one of the most important issues to tackle when you became mayor. Mm-hmm. And I was aware that you started a community program mm-hmm. last year called Camp Rise. And you talk about partnerships in the community with Employee Milwaukee, mm-hmm. Milwaukee Public Schools, and also Governor Evers. Mm-hmm. Can you describe that program?
1: Yeah, certainly. Um, and I, I think uh, Dominique's answer was, uh, was great because, you know, we all live in this community. We all live, you know, in this world. And, uh, you know, there are things that, unfortunately... Uh, happen out there we, we've got to do uh, our part to make sure that we are setting folks up especially our kids uh, to be productive contributing members to society and that's what Camp Rise is all about um, last summer or before the summer began actually uh, I was watching uh, the local news and uh, one of the partners you mentioned Governor Evers Milwaukee Public Schools and Milwaukee myself uh, one of the partners here was uh, Earl Ingram um, and so he is with this organization called Voices of the Elders, He's seniors in the community that really want to go out and make a difference. And he did a—he uh, went to a school and there was a, a camera with him, and he asked questions uh, about you know how many you know young people in that classroom had seen, witnessed violence, been in a stolen car, you know any you know things along that, those lines. And every single young man raised their hand, and these are you know young men of color. And I said, you know, I, I cannot have. Another summer where we do not engage these kids, and so uh, it was a Saturday. I was out doing mayoral uh, stuff. Uh, in the meantime, and between, between those events, I called Earl uh, Ingram. Uh, I said I called Chaitania uh, uh, Brown, who leads in Play Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Uh, I reached out to Dr. Posley at Milwaukee Public Schools. I reached out to the governor, and we put this program together uh, to make sure that we're reaching out to kids who are as young as the age of ten. Where you know the, the Kia boys try to recruit them to go steal cars. So I wanted to have a program where we reached out to those kids and provided an alternative uh, opportunity for those for those young people to have a different path forward, to have exposures to things outside of their neighborhoods if bad things are happening in their neighborhoods, to uh, pair them with caring adult mentors. Mentorship was important to me growing up uh, in YMCA programs that I participated in when I was a kid. Uh, and having the opportunity to put some money in their pocket and do it the, the, the honest way, the right way. Honest days work for honest days wage. Um, and we were able to serve last year 200 boys, 200 young men of color in Milwaukee, uh, taking them out of the fold of being recruited to the Kia boys and putting them on a better path forward, which is good for them uh, and good for uh, their future and work. Uh, it's a, they would be a feeder to our earn and learn, uh, summer youth jobs program that's been long standing in Milwaukee. But it's also a public safety program as well, right? You're taking those kids out of the mix to do something bad.
3: Do you feel that was a good, successful project and one that will continue?
1: I do. I do. As a matter of fact, uh, we're working, um, right now, all of those, those, those partners to keep the program going, uh, this year. Now there's fundraising that's involved in that. that you gotta pay the kids, you know, you gotta, so that's not free, but it's something that I think is really, really important. And whenever I, leave this office at whatever point. Um, at, when I look back at what I have done, that's gonna be one of the things I'm most proud of.
0: You mentioned the Kia boys, and I don't. a day doesn't go by where I don't read a text about reckless driving, mm-hmm. car theft. If you could be the sole answer to that question, if, if this is the thing that fixes this, or, or at least slows it down, what would your response be to lowering the numbers on reckless driving, and in some cases homicide by vehicle, mm-hmm. And all the issues related to car theft. What would the answer be? What might it look like? And what could we get through the legislature?
1: Well, that's the thing is that it's not, it, it's not, it, there's no silver bullet, right? It's not going to be just one thing. It's got to be programs like Camp Rise. That, that's a preventative program. It's got to be law enforcement, right? And I've been a champion for the Milwaukee Police Department's uh, traffic safety unit that's out there enforcing traffic law each and every single day. Uh, it's got to be holding folks accountable. Um, when they do drive recklessly and, and, and harm people on our streets. Um, and we've been actually doing something new, and that's suing people who drive recklessly. It's got to be using new technology. So, for instance, you know, I championed and we got through this new uh, program where the police are able to basically have like an Uber for tows. If somebody's driving recklessly, uh, they're able to like, you know, kind of Uber a tow truck to come and take that vehicle off the road. And we launched that program last May. We've towed over 200 vehicles uh, since then. Um, and it's things like what we were talking about just yesterday when I was in the Capitol uh, speaking in uh, uh, support of Representative Donovan's bills, to stiffen penalties on folks who are driving recklessly you know folks will say hey you know um you, you probably shouldn't stiffen the penalty but like we need to send the message that this is a huge public safety and quality of life issue in milwaukee and if you don't want it then don't drive recklessly
0: shouldn't we seize cars
1: yeah we should we should seize the car I and mean, that's what we've been doing that we, we've been towing the cars away of folks who have been driving recklessly and uh that's something that we started doing last year I said we, we've towed over 200 vehicles um and that's something that we'll, that we'll continue to do so it's it's all these things it's preventative measures like camp rise it's working to make sure there are family supporting jobs for folks uh, in the community and I'm big on that it's making sure that we support law enforcement it's making sure that we new use new technologies and it's making sure that we have uh uh you know these laws in the books that deter people from driving recklessly
3: or doing criminal acts in our city anyway we certainly appreciate you flexing as many different solutions and opportunities and addressing the issue. And I know, I think I speak for all of us, that we <laughs> certainly do, yes. hope that uh, a, a resolution to a solution comes sooner than later. So thank you for your work on that. Uh, congratulations, belatedly, on being one of Milwaukee Business Journal's 40 Under 40. Thank and you. I un- thought he was older than that. Just oh, look at you <laughs> doing the, the trash talk already. Uh, but one of the things that we certainly learned uh, during a feature on you is that you are a huge fan of Batman. I am. I am. <laughs> What's that about?
1: Uh, I, I've been a Batman fan since I was five years old. Um, and so it kind of hit me a little hard uh, a few months ago when Kevin Conroy, who was the voice of Batman in the animated series when I was a kid, passed away. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've been a Batman fan, like I said, since since five um, this started because I was at the time, I was like, you know, sort of the runt of the litter. Um, so my, I got an older brother and older cousins and they would all go and hang out and stuff like that. And they would leave me behind, um, cause I was young or they didn't want me to tell on the things that they were doing. Um, and fortunately I didn't hang out with them cause I probably would have gotten in, into a lot of trouble. Um, but when I looked for somebody or something to like latch on to, somebody who was like me, it was Batman. He was like he was alone. I was alone. He was brooding. I was brooding because they didn't, you know, allow me to hang out with them. You know, so like we just kind of, you know, he was in a in a dark cave. I was in a dark room playing video games by myself. So I just kind of uh, got together with Batman and uh, uh,
3: had a relationship ever since. We know you love Batman. Mm-hmm. I got a bigger question for you. Who's your favorite professional wrestler?
1: Oh, uh, well. Of all time, uh, yeah, yeah. Who's the goat? Uh, the, the, the goat, uh, of all time, my favorite professional wrestler is none other than the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. Oh. You know, he is just an incredible, incredible performer. He's like Michael Jordan of wrestling,
0: in my opinion. Did you go to the events because when I was a kid, we went to like the arena at the time and watched like Blackjack Lanza and mm-hmm. Crusher? Do you, you go to those things? You know, so.
1: <laughs> a, so come on in, Dominique. Dominique. Dominique has career opinions. Career. <laughs> I go with him. <laughs> well, yeah, she, she, I, I brought her into it. So I actually got my first—believe it or not—I got my first job at the YMCA here, the YMCA that was here in, in the Grand Avenue, former Grand Avenue—to um, make enough money. So that my best friend and I could go to WWE shows in Milwaukee. That's, that's how I got into the workforce is because I wanted to go to wrestling shows. Um, so, so yeah, I go to the shows. I still go to the shows now. I'm a, a big fan and I'm working with WWE now to not just bring their, um, you know, the, the weekly televised shows, but even the, some of their bigger shows that draw thousands of people across the country to a city for, you know, one of their larger pay-per-view events. So I'm in conversations. Visit Milwaukee as well with uh, WWE on that.
3: How fun. Milwaukee yeah. loves wrestling. And then, so, Dominique, you're going. Who's your favorite pro wrestler? Of all time or currently on the roster?
2: You <laughs> pick. Look at her. Um, let's see. My Well, my favorite wrestler on the roster is Seth Rollins. <laughs> uh, my favorite wrestler of all time, Triple H. There you <laughs> go. Oh, there
0: you go. A lot of wrestling uh, commentary on the program today. I like that. It's a nice break. Mayor Johnson, Dominique, great to have you in studio. Thanks for being part of WTMJ Conversations.